Hello and welcome to Daily Devotions with Father's House Church. My name is Michael Collier. It is a joy for me to share a devotion with you today as we continue our devotional series called What is a Christian? Over these three weeks, we've looked at Christian beliefs, Christian practices, and this week we're looking at Christian conduct. So I have the privilege of sharing on Christian conduct today. If you've missed any of these devotions or any of our previous devotional series or sermon series, you can catch up on our YouTube channel and our podcast channel. So what is the single most important conduct of a Christian? Often you, we may know that Christians are termed as hypocrites because our behavior doesn't always align with our beliefs. Of course, it is our faith in Christ, our belief in Christ that makes us a Christian, not our behavior. However, through our faith in Christ and his redemptive work in us, there are many behaviors and ways of conducting ourselves that are expected of us as a result of being a follower of Jesus. The goal of the Christian life in terms of our conduct is that we begin to look, live and love like Jesus. 1 John 4 verse 17 says, This is how love is made complete among us so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. In this world, we are like Jesus. So the question is, what does it mean to look like Jesus? What conduct best displays his character in us? How will we be known as his followers or his disciples? Well, Jesus famously said in John 13 verse 35, By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples. If you love one another, all other conduct stems from this. The way we love like Jesus. And all else is pointless and powerless without love. In fact, 1 Corinthians 13, which is the famous passage on love, starts by saying, If I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries, and all knowledge, and if I have faith that can move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor, and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. So this scripture is telling us that love is the greatest ethic, that God is love, and that to represent Jesus is to be known by the way that we love. So today I'd like to give us three parts to developing the conduct and character of love like Jesus. Firstly, we need to receive love from God. Jesus knew he was loved by God. God said, this is my son whom I love in whom I am well pleased. And therefore Jesus was able to love others because he knew he was loved by God. 1 John chapter 4, which I'll be referencing quite a lot today, verse 19 says, We love because He first loved us. It goes on to say, This is how God showed His love among us. He sent His one and only Son into the world that we might live through Him. This is love. Not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. So firstly, we need to receive the love of God before we can begin 
to love others. And God generously loves, lavishes His love on us. For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, that whosoever believes in Him shall not perish but have everlasting love. God sends His love into the world and we are invited to receive it. Secondly, we are invited to rely on God's love. 1 John 4 verse 14 to 18 says, And we have seen and testify that the Father has sent His Son to be the Savior of the world. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God lives in them and they in God. And so we know and rely on the love of God that He has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. This scripture is saying that it is the love of God for us in Christ Jesus that reconciles us back to Him. It is God's work that has saved us and it is our privilege to simply receive His love in Christ Jesus and then to rely on His love for us that sustains us both now and for all eternity. We don't work our way into God's love. We rely on His love for us in order to live out our lives for God. And then finally, once we have received God's love for us in Christ, and once we rely on the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord, then we are invited to reveal His love to others and to all the world. Dear friends, 1 John 4 verse 7 and 20 to 21 says, Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. For whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. And he has given us this command. Anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister. So there's this privilege that we receive the love of God. We rely on his love for us in Christ Jesus our Lord. And then we are invited to reveal his love to others in response to our love for God. God first loves us. We respond in love to him. And then the natural overflow is to love others, revealing his love for all his children as the way that we have been loved. So today, I want to encourage us that we are not known as Christ's followers by our knowledge of scripture or nor by our church attendance. Those are good things and are encouraged, but we are known by our love. Then in this world, we will be like Jesus. So what does love look like? Well, that famous passage in 1 Corinthians 13 goes on to say, love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud. It does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. Love always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Today, may we be known by our love, which comes first from God and then through us to the world. I pray that this has been encouraging to you today. Let's close with a moment of prayer and then we'll send you on on your day. Father, thank you for your great love for us made known to us through your son, Jesus Christ. Thank you that through your love, 
in him, we can receive that love and be reconciled back to you and then live our lives reliant on the firm foundation of the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And then, Father, we pray that we would be known by our love, that we would reveal your love to the world. Thank you for the privilege of partnering with heaven, that you would consider us trustworthy, appoint us to your servants of to your service of revealing your love to the world. So, Father, we pray that you would fill us with your love and help us to reveal your love to others today. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for joining us for a devotion today. We'll be back with devotions tomorrow. Looking forward to spending the rest of the week in devotions with you and then church on Sunday. God bless you and goodbye.